Good day to you. This is Pastor Greg Proctor from Victory Worship Center. We want to wish you a Happy New Year. Happy 2024. As we start this new year, it's our prayer that the Lord reveal His divine plan and His divine will and a deeper understanding of His grace and operation in your life if you know Him. And if you haven't come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's our prayer that the Spirit of God draw you and that you see that God the Father has demonstrated His love for you that while you were yet without Him, without knowledge, without strength, that Christ died for you. What a wonderful revelation and truth that was when I finally received that and accepted that into my heart, soul, and life. I want to share with you just a little bit what this ministry is all about. We have a local ministry, but we also have you online, an internet ministry. And here in the local ministry, we try to feed and clothe uh, people in the natural as well as in the spiritual. We would like to do the very same thing spiritually to you that find us online via the internet. But as we were called into this ministry, uh, the Spirit of God put this verse of Scripture as kind of a foundational verse a starting verse in our lives. And that's why as we started this ministry, uh, before we founded the church, Victory Worship Center, we were in operation uh, as the ministry of Gap Ministries. And so in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 22, verse number 30, this is what the Spirit of the Lord laid on our hearts as he called uh, my wife and I and our daughters at that time into this ministry. And the Word of God says, uh, through the prophet Ezekiel in Ezekiel twenty two thirty, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. So in this particular verse of scripture here, Ezekiel the prophet is bringing forth a message about God's hunger, his desire for someone to stand in the gap for those who were out of fellowship with him. For those who were in a place of lost and undone, in a place of, of being deceived and maybe uh, in rebellion, whatever it might be. And he was looking for somebody to stand in the gap, somebody that would represent him and that would bring them together. And we know that the Lord Jesus Christ, what he done on the cross at Calvary, that bridged the gap between mankind and a loving God. And that loving God, he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave Jesus Christ that he become a sacrifice. He was actually, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says, Jesus was actually made sin that you and I could become when we accept him, believed in the heart and confessed with the mouth him as our Lord and Savior, that we could become righteous, that we, we would have the righteousness of God in our lives. And so that's how this ministry started. And, and all of those years ago, we have grown and progressed uh, here these decades later. And we're wanting to be in the place and the position that we share the goodness of God. And that goodness of God is the revelation of His Son, Jesus. And so in our church... Uh, the Lord has laid us uh, in, in a foundational mode uh, of, of reaching people right where they're at. 
because God reached down and he reached me right where I was at. And I, I was at the bottom. Uh, and I needed a way to come up out of the stronghold of sin and come out of the stronghold of depression and deceit and, and all of those things. And so uh, I believe that in the foundational ministry that the Lord would have all of us to be a part of is to reach people where they're at. And the only way that can be done is by the Spirit of the living God bringing Jesus, the answer to sin, the answer to sickness, the answer to uh, rebellion, the answer to strongholds. He's the answer to everything that is counterproductive to what God the Father would have in your life and my life. And so as we start this new year, we have just finished out the word that the Lord gave us for 2023. Every year we put on, on the wall in our church uh, a, a different word that the Lord has gave us to operate on during that year. In this past year, in 2023, the word was release, that 2023 would be the year of release. And so we saw many things released in our lives in this past year as the Lord had brought that word to pass. But as we started getting ready for 2024, and this is why we're wanting to share this with you as well, we're coming into a new year with a new word. And that new word is rejoice. You and I, we can rejoice because we've been released from the things of the past and the strongholds thereof. And so I want to talk to you just a little bit about that and kind of get you in a place in a position where you can uh, have an anticipation. You can have hope. Thank God for Bible hope mixed with faith because then the impossible becomes possible. So after coming through this year, 2023, the year of release, and we're moving forward, we want to make sure that we don't go back into captivity in any way. Um, there, in, in our natural world, uh, in the physical world, we know that uh, there's a lot of opportunities to go back. And we, you know, you can think about the prison system that we have uh, here in the United States of America. And it tells us that uh, in the USA that we're the highest in the world with almost 44% of the inmates that get released that they return to, uh, to prison within that first year out. So it's this is why we're looking at this from a spiritual standpoint because things in the natural always come from the spiritual. In other words, there, there's a correlation between the two and they work together. So if we've just come through the year of release, we need to make sure that we're in the place of rejoicing so we will not go back because you're going to go through trials and tribulations. You're going to go through situations and circumstances and the devil is going to use that to try to put you back into some kind of bondage. And so we're starting out this new year at Victory Worship Center. We're starting out this new year in our ministry focus that is not just locally, but it's to you to help us to stay in the place of freedom and to learn how to be in a place of rejoicing. So we're going to minister our way. We're going to study our way. We're going to preach our way through the book of Philippians, this great epistle, uh, this epistle of joy. But before we talk any more about that, I want you just to stop just for a second to close your eyes if you're where you can and clear your mind and ask yourself this question. Am I Lord listening or am I 
loud listening? Am I Lord listening or am I loud listening? See, the Lord spoke through the Apostle Paul by his Holy Spirit, and he told us in, in the letter that he wrote to the church at Corinth that there are many voices in the world. The voices of the world, they speak very loud, and they work on our unsanctified fear-filled feelings. Think about that just for a moment. Remember, God spoke to Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 19. How did he speak to the prophet? He spoke to him in a still, small voice. And he taught him the importance of intimacy in private, in fellowship alone with the Lord. So, in this new year of 2024, the Lord, by his Holy Spirit, through his word, is wanting, his desire, his plan is, is to sanctify his church in the sense realm. And so, as we study this through this epistle to the church at Philippi, we're going to be learning how to have faith-filled feelings, and we're going to have the ability to have Savior-sanctified senses. As we study this, when we conclude uh, these wonderful four chapters, we're going to have faith-filled feelings and Savior-sanctified senses. This is a promise to you. This is a, a promise to me. And we're going to grab it and we're going to hold on to it. So, if, if you and I, if, if we're in a place where we can uh, have these faith-filled feelings and we can have these sanctified senses, then you and I can truly learn how to enjoy life. We can have life and have it more abundantly. And while we're enjoying life, we can be a witness for the cross, the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. If we hold on to him and his life filled with uh, his life filled words, let's say, because every words that he speaks, they are spirit and they are life. If we'll do this, this whole coming year, we will not recognize ourselves in a very short period of time. See, the Lord has chosen us to start this work of sanctification in us. See, the Lord, he called you out. He's called me out. He wants to be our God. He wants to be our Father. He wants to be our potter. And so he's chosen you. You've been chosen. You've been called out of this world. And he has started a work of sanctification in you. He started a work of sanctification in me, in us, but we must let him continue this process by doing our part. See, in the Old Testament, nine different times it talks about sanctifying yourselves. And so God starts a work. We adhere to that. We hear that work. We yield to him. And then all of a sudden we start realizing who we really are as we're being washed in the water of the word. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse number 1, uh, tells us this, talking about what was just spoken forth in chapter 5 and chapter 6. You need to read that in your home study time. But he said, having these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves. Let us sanctify, let us make holy ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear, in the reverence, in the awe of God. So I asked you, will you raise your hand right now to God and lift your voice to the Almighty God and say, Lord, 
I will hear and receive and apply and allow you to shape me and mold me as you are my God. You are my Father. You are my Potter. I will be softened by your Spirit in Jesus' name. Now, this is very important. Jot this down. Jot this declaration down and make sure that you remember because the Spirit of God wants you to hear this. He wants you to accept it, believe it, and expect it. That you will be softened by His Holy Spirit, by the Spirit of the living God. See, we go through things. The devil arranges circumstances and he uses individuals and things of our past, disappointments, hurts, all sorts of situations to try to make you and I hard-hearted. And there there's some areas in our life that can become very hard, and then they become brittle, and then they become broken, and the pieces are lost, and only God the Father, the Lord God Almighty, through His Son, by the Holy Spirit, can gather up all of those pieces and put them back together in the way that they were designed, the way they were meant to be. So you and I, we want to be in that place where we hear what God is saying and we allow Him, by His Spirit, to soften us. To soften us and allow us to be exactly what He has designated us to be. I want to read you a verse of Scripture in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 64, verse number 8 says, But now, O Lord, thou art our Father. We are the clay, and thou art our potter, and we are all the work of thy hand. I want you to know that God loves you. God's not looking to judge you. God's not looking uh, to hurt you in any way. God is looking to help you. God is looking to put hope in you. God loved you so much that he sent his son Jesus to take the wrath where you wouldn't have to. To take the wrath where I wouldn't have to. And so for us to succeed in 2024 and not go back to captivity, but to stay in the place of freedom, we've got to learn how to take these feelings and sanctify them. These emotions, these senses, they have to be sanctified by the Word of God. In the beginning, the Word was God. The Word was with God. The Word was God. In other words, that Word, as you go on down through John 1-1 and you get down uh, to about verse 14, that Word is Jesus. That Word was made flesh. In other words, Jesus was made flesh that He could be in all points tempted like you and I. He could go through everything and experience in all the trials and all the struggles all the hurt, the heartache that you and I deal with, that he would be able to help us. The Bible says that he was in all points tempted, yet without sin. That's why he's the sinless sacrifice. He's the perfected lamb of God. And he wants to help you and I. He wants to show you and I how we can move through hurtful situations. We can move through uh, situations that produce anger, where they can be stopped before the wrath comes. See, anger will always produce some sort of wrath. 
In other words, it will take you in out of place where we're being moved away from God's best and God's will. So we've got some promises. Some promises is that God loves us and God sent his son. Jesus come that we might not only have life, but we might have it more abundantly. Jesus come and he is that way and the truth and the life. He is that truth that makes us free. But we've got to be in that place as this work that the Lord has started in us that we stay humble. We stay close to him. And we can be in that place where as we go through situations, that's what the uh, this letter that Paul wrote to the church at Philippi is about. Paul went through experiences. Paul was able to be chained between two Roman soldiers under house arrest and have so much joy, be able to rejoice in a level that they had to continually change out these soldiers because he would get them saved. He would get them born again. Because they saw what he was saying and what he was doing, and it was real. It was genuine. It was powerful. Well, we're in the last of the last days. And you and I, we've been called to the harvest field. We've been called to represent the Lord Jesus Christ to a world that does not know him. And how will they ever come to know him unless you and I go into all the world as he commanded us, but we go with an attitude of gratitude. We go in this freedom that we, it, we've experienced because we've got to know Jesus and we've got to know the one who is the source of joy. See, in the Gospel of John, chapter 17, Jesus is given a discord to his disciples before he goes to the, the cross. And he, he makes some statements here that he, he wants us to know. The, the first thing he says, he says in John 17, 17, he said, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is the truth. And so we're talking about having our feelings, our senses sanctified by the Word of God where we are not being moved and manipulated by this fallen world, by the devil and his imps in this world, by the, our old carnal nature. And he, he tells us in this discourse as he's getting ready to uh, ascend back to the Father, he said, I've got something for them. I, I, I want them to know that they can have a unity in relationship. They can have a, a, a oneness. They can have something that is in trials and tribulations. They can have victory and success. In the last verse of John chapter 16, Jesus makes this statement. He says, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. But he says, But be of good cheer. I have overcame the world. He said, I've overcame the world. So we have to have our feelings. We have to have them filled with faith where fear cannot get in them and, and work to cause you heartache, to cause me heartache. We have to have our, our senses sanctified by the truth that Yes, we're going to have tribulation. We're going to have struggles and trouble in this world. But because Jesus overcome, I can overcome. You can overcome. Now look what he said in verse 24 in this John chapter 16. He said, 
Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you shall receive, that what? That your joy may be full. Jesus wants you and I not to have just a touch, a taste, a glimpse of joy, but he wants you and I to have joy that is in the fullness. In the fullness. Well, if we walk in the flesh will never experience joy. Because in the flesh, we're always looking for something that makes us happy. Happiness is something that is external. But joy is something that is internal. Happiness is affected, since it comes externally, it's affected by those things on the external. In other words, as quick as something come from the outside to make you happy, something can come as quickly to make you sad, mad. But this joy that Jesus is talking about, it's something that sanctifies you. It's a washing of the water of the word. It's a renewing of your soul, of your mind to the truth that in the midst of the struggle and the trouble and the heartache, you have his joy because you've made his joy your joy. The Bible says in Galatians 5.16, if we walk in the Spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. He has that for us. He has that for us to live by. He has that for us to change our whole attitude and our understanding. And so that's what we're going to be doing in 2024, in the year of rejoicing. We're going to stay free because we're going to be appreciative of what God has done. We're going to take him at his word and his word is going to fill us with faith and we're going to operate not by feelings. See, the Bible says that you and I in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, we become a new creature, a new creation in Christ Jesus. And then verse 7 of that fifth chapter says that we can walk by faith and not by sight, not by feelings. What a promise. That's for you and I today. And so I encourage you, subscribe to this podcast, uh, be a part, pray with us and be a part uh, of, of this ministry. And this will be a year that you will be changed forever. And your life will become so free. And there will be so much joy in your life that it will be a witness and it will be a testimony. It will start in your own family, your own community, your own workplace, and it will draw the lost to the one who is your source of joy. It will be so real it cannot be denied. Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for those who have listened, who have took part of these few moments of time that we've had together in this new year of 2024, I ask that you just let these words settle down deep in our hearts, souls, and life. Let them bear witness in our spirit. Let us adhere to them. And I ask that you confirm these words to us with signs following. And let us be in the place and the position where Jesus Christ is glorified in and out of our lives. For that person right now that's struggling, that's hurting, let the Holy Spirit touch them with a nugget of truth that will stir up joy in their heart. Let their mind become clear. Let them be able to refocus on the reality of how much God loves them through His Son, Jesus Christ. Let it be, Father. 
in Jesus' name. Remember, God's Word, God's Word will change your life.